Everybody, welcome to another episode. Lem, me, no, I'm your host, Angel Lem. Today I'm sitting with Jesse Andrews. He's the owner of Messy Jesse's Barbecue, established in 2011 in Wilmington, California. Yeah, so this episode might get you hungry or will get you hungry. So make sure you eat before you listen to this or be prepared to have a, a big meal after this because or probably barbecue. So um, a little bit about Jesse. So he started this in 2011 and he actually started because of his girlfriend or I don't know if it's ex-girlfriend, but he was catering, I guess, for his girlfriend's at the time, his girlfriend's birthday and he got put on the on grill duty and he made it into his passion you know I, I like to say thank you to jesse for coming on i am a little rusty i was a little sick so you might hear coughing i do apologize and you know life has been a little hectic uh, hopefully i get to address all that on the solo bolo coming up but you know today is jesse's day so make sure you go follow him at messy underscore jesse's underscore bbq on instagram to see where he's going to be at next i messaged him asking him if he's going to do something anytime soon and he said uh, maybe next week he'll have something up but as of today he has nothing planned so make sure you go at him so you can know where he's going to be at and just he's philosophical you know you're going to right from the bat you're going to get to know him and you're going to see how he is and he's very philosophical and he did tell me about something that he wished he would have included on the episode but he didn't get to he was a little nervous but he mentioned that he was doing an event i think in san pedro and this lady came up to him and his partner and she she told him like i, I could smell your barbecue from like a couple blocks away and i couldn't resist but to come she told him i was diagnosed with cancer and i've been going through chemo and you know i just been i haven't had any hunger you know i haven't been eating because of the chemo but um i want to try a plate so him and his partner served up a nice big plate she took it home she came the next like i, I think the following week and she told them that you know what I, I got home and I ate the whole thing and she went through her jewelry and she found her favorite two rosaries and she told them you know what these are for you guys because like the things that you're doing with your food is amazing and I just I want to say thank you and you know he wished he would include it on the episode but you know that's the power of his food that's the power of barbecue right there so it brings people together so if you're hungry or you're having feeling like having barbecue make sure you message jesse tell him you want a plate so you could see for yourself the power that barbecue has and especially his barbecue so i think that's gonna be it so hopefully you guys have had a, a great weekend hopefully you guys are gonna have a great week and you know be safe out there 
um just take care of yourselves if you're going on the marathon this week have fun enjoy yourself pace yourself but still accomplish that thing and if you're going to the la galaxy game this week i'm gonna see you there so me message me we could take a picture together uh, i've noticed that i don't really have a lot of like listeners or people that follow me on instagram or that i follow on instagram that are followers of the la galaxy so if there's anybody out there that likes the galaxy as much as i do and they are and this my goal or is going to the game message me we could get together take a picture just so i could meet more galaxy fans and yeah that's it maybe you could get a beer i don't know we'll see we'll see what happens but if you're there i'll see you there if you're not if you're a fan of the other team well good luck to you but we're probably gonna beat you this season but it's all right and i think that's gonna be it message uh again go follow jesse at messi underscore jesse's underscore barbecue on instagram send him a message let me want to try his food and just so you can stay up to date where he's gonna be at uh i don't know where his next pop is gonna be but just in case you know follow him that way you can try his food like I said, that's going to be it for me. Um, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for following the show. Thank you for just being part of this, this journey that we're in, you know. And if you do like the show, make sure you go to iTunes. Leave a five-star review. I have merch on Instagram. I have merch on teespring.com. Make sure you go get a shirt. And also, I have hats as in this boutique. But the most important thing, it's free. It won't take anything off your day. It'll just be a couple minutes. Right now we have, I believe, 69 reviews. So I would love to have a hundred by the end of this year. And I think we could do that. You know, we're almost there. We're like more than halfway there or a little bit more than halfway there. So make sure you go to iTunes, leave a review. And the most important thing you could do is just share with your friends. That's especially, you know, that's free. Just tell your friends about the show. I do have stickers, so if you want a sticker, message me on Instagram or Facebook. I do have an email address, so email me at let me know pod, and my Instagram is let me know pod. Alright, that's it. I know I've been saying that's it for a couple minutes now. So without any further ado, I bring to you Messi's Jesse's barbecue. <laughs>
up everybody uh welcome back hopefully you guys enjoy that song today i'm sitting with jesse andrews he's the owner of jesse no messy jesse's barbecue that's like uh, pretty hard to say for me messy jesse but it's easy but hard i don't know why whatever it might be sleep deprived but anyways before you know um for first of all before i go on and i interrogate you i like to know How's your day? So how's your day, man? Oh, man, I woke up with a beautiful mind this morning. I feel real blessed to be alive. I feel so awake. I feel so guided by the spirit. So with that said, I couldn't say I couldn't say enough. Basically, bottom line, I'm feeling good. Yeah, that's good, man. I could tell like when I as soon as you came in, like the way you were talking to me, you seemed like a spiritual guy. Well, I'm 37 years old, but my spirit's a million years old. So I mean, if you if you look at that, that view, I guess we're all spiritual. Yeah, I mean, in our own in our own sense, though, we're spiritual in our own individuality, our own sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, me personally, like I don't, I don't know if people see me as spiritual, but like I don't know, like to me, just I just got that from me. But you seem like an open guy, so anyways, like I said, you're the owner of Messy Jesse's Barbecue. So first of all, tell me a little bit about yourself, and then we could talk about the your barbecue. Okay. Like, well, I grew up from uh, from a uh, underprivileged community, Wilmington, California. A lot of us know about Wilmington. Um, we all know that there's a dark side, but there's a light, a light side too. So a lot of people have uh, wasted talent in the community and they don't really know what their life could be or what it is until they actually go through failure and heartache and hardship. And then they become whoever they aspire to be and that that the sky's the limit on that tell me about you growing up in wilmington well wilmington like i said is an underprivileged community that means our our funding is going to be cut or you know everything our resources and we're basically stricken to the bottom of the bottom of the barrel so whatever we you know we get from there it's it's hopefully it molds us to become a better person i guess it's a, a contagious culture you know a culture and it's not really a culture it's a lifestyle because people they get you know they get brought into something they're born in or that's just who they are as people and and we're we're a fighting warrior people but just misguided so when we when we when we gather, gather in our habitats sometimes it's, you know what i mean there could be trouble or you could get yourself in trouble you know big trouble um gang lifestyle drugs you know and, and just hang around with the wrong crowd the, the people that are misguided also will misguide you so you're kind of just stuck in that tell me about messy jesse uh your barbecue business so how, how long have you been doing it well we've been doing it since about 2012 somewhere around there 2011 2012 i've been grilling for a lot cooking for a lot longer but um but for business business wise probably about 2011 2012 is when the the business started and formulated uh -huh. so like this was when you got out of high school or how did you even start well i started um one of my uh girlfriends at the time was having a uh, a pretty big number birthday coming up and she wanted to have a gathering with friends and family so she had asked if i can gather something up at the at the beach a little barbecue get together so in the the formulation of the plot i didn't have a grill for this barbecue they were planning on having so I went to Home Depot and bought a little uh, Weber Joe, little Weber Smoky Joe, and uh, and did the uh, 
traditional, you know, cultural barbecue for me, which is, you know, Mexican, Hispanic culture, native culture, it's gonna be chicken and garnizadas, like, you know, that's the top, like everybody does that. So anyways, the barbecue consisted of that. And then um, afterwards, after the barbecue was over, I had this grill that I was like more inspired to do something with, not just cook for that party, but cook, you know, an average meal, average dinner, or, you know, just something nice on the grill. So that's where the, the barbecue kind of started. I started, you know, as a hobby and then it grew more into a passion. And now I'm doing, um, you know, I'm doing it in reality. So in the third dimension, here I am. And isn't it kind of trippy like that, like the American barbecue and the Mexican barbecue kind? Like for Mexicans, Hispanics is like asada and chicken and hot dogs. But like for the American is like pig, it's mostly yeah. pig, you know, yeah. it's like, uh, carnitas or like um, pulled pork. No, I totally understand the different uh, influence on the regions. Barbecue's universal, it's worldwide. Everybody barbecues. The Japanese, you know, Koreans, Mexicans, Brazilians, Southern, South Americans, everybody barbecues. They've been barbecuing since the, since the beginning of time uh, when uh, man, meat, and fire, yeah. you know, met. And, uh, and, the, and our ancestors, well, our, our say-so ancestors, uh-huh. Uh, you know, that's what that's and it's in it's ingrained in our in our genetics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From the very first, you know, time fire hit me. So like what like what led up to you um opening your business? Like what were we doing before you were like barbecuing, I guess. Well before I was barbecuing, that's true. I should go I should base on that to talk about the barbecue because uh actually barbecue started in my head when I was working construction. I was working at hundred degree heats. Um, carrying, you know, hundreds of pounds, sweating, nailing, carrying, you know, you name it, it was physical labor to the fullest. I worked concrete, so I was a carpenter. And uh, while I was working concrete, I was out there in the, you know, like I said, midsummer, just getting yelled at by the foreman, working in the trenches with the, you know, the grumpy boys, you know what I'm saying? And I was like, you know, I don't really want to do this. What I could imagine myself doing was something greater than just, you know, working, working in the field. So, I decided I was gonna get my money from the construction I was working, save it, and then invest it in back into myself and do the barbecue. But when I imagined barbecue, I was imagining myself drinking a beer, chilling, you know, talking with folks, and it, it really wasn't that type of, it just, it was something totally different than what I imagined at the time. But anyways, I started formulating this plot and kind of visualizing, creating, basically becoming a creator of my own, you know, my own book. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and uh, I started saving my money and then just investing. And next, you know, opportunities and doors just started opening up. People started, you know, coming. Hey, I know this spot, a farmer's market. We'll just try this. Oh, next thing you know, a guy wants to sell me some tables. Hey, I got this grill. And I, I actually started building my own grills. So I've been a barrel cooker since the beginning of my of my start of my cooking. So, like, what's a barrel cooker? Like, the metal ones? Those big... Like it's, it's basically a 55 gallon drum converted into a, a barbecue or a smoker and so i'm a barrel you know pit barrel guy i've been cooking on barrels since the beginning well actually it was weber's so that's that, that's actually considered kettle cooking but it transmutated into barrel cooking which for me i was creating a product and creating myself through through the barbecue so like you were like pretty much customizing your own barbecues for like whatever the need like the 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 barbecue that you're cooking or the meat like to 
for the hider like well, tell me about these like your barrels well, I, well I was a carpenter by trade so i was always into measuring basically carpenters visualize when they're building they visualize the the measurement the wall you know keeping it straight level plumb so they're always creating you know you get like this certain mindset but you become like a a tradesman you know you're 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 forever a, like a molded type of man where you can maybe go fix a refrigerator or a dryer breaks down you know you have that like that ability because you built it up and working in the field so while i was working in the field i was visualizing these barbecues you know visualizing creating a, a you know a barbecue out of a 55 gallon drum how i'm gonna do it where the heat source is gonna come from stuff like that so anyways i started working in the backyard creating you know my my pits and creating the product visualizing the concept and that's how it really formulated was working in another type of industry so right now you're not doing construction anymore carpentry no i got out of that my plan was to car uh, carpentry carpentry is like uh seasonal in a sense if you're not if you don't belong to the fbi as they call them fathers brothers or in-laws you're basically not in the tight-knit group and you work hard until you get laid off from the job let's say the job finishes you're done yeah. with that job they might say hey i don't need you no more I'll see you in the next one. Then it, it would be up to you to go scout the jobs around LA County or the Harbor. So I was I was formulating this plot and when I was ready, I was like, you know what? Next time I get laid out, I'm just gonna start going to the farmer's markets and start just queuing up at the farmer's market and sounding like, you know, so-and-so or whoever. And uh, so anyways, I got laid off and then kind of just jumped into the barbecue and start, started doing that so like now barbecue is like your full hustle no i have another i, I have a full-time job now but uh but the um the barbecue is like a it's a lifelong passion and, and it's it's a dream it's basically who i am now so i like feeding people and making people happy and spreading this this joy and this product across you know across the world so like right now like where do you usually go barbecuing right now we do a lot of catering we're doing like a, a whole bunch of catering um before i'm gonna be straight out honest with you angel man nobody even knew who i was and they didn't care to know who i was they didn't, i was over here i started out basically at um, Farmer's Market, I was in East LA, Boyle Heights, which is a pretty rough area. They didn't know too much about barbecue in 2010. Nowadays, it's more widespread. There's a lot more barbecues and people queuing up, but back then, it was still like tacos, taco guy. You know, they didn't, they weren't really interested in what I have. Yeah. They came from eating tacos at home. They would walk straight past the smoking meats and go straight get another taco from the vendor down the way. <laughs> so I would come back with all kinds of food, you know. Uh -huh. Food is a blessing. You can't be your mama. Your mom showed you you can't be wasting it. Yeah. Don't throw it away. You know. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I would come back with all this food from LA, and uh, I would have to hustle it somewhere. Okay. I was out here on the streets just talking to people like you, walking by. Hey, you want to buy a plate? Oh, no, nah, I'm good, man. I right, sure look. I'll hook you up now. <laughs> nah, I'm good. And then other people. Hey, what you got there? Is it hot? Nah, I'm good. Nah, uh, I'm straight. Like, you know, what kind of beans? Is it pinto beans? Nah, I don't eat baked beans. I eat pinto beans. You know, stuff uh, like that. Yeah, yeah, People yeah. didn't really, they didn't, I guess you could say the momentum wasn't built yet. I was still having to go through the, you know, the hard knocks of business and learning how to treat people and stuff like that. And so anyways, it kind of grew into catering, catering, full-blown catering. Most people that are my clients don't even know me. They're calling me up like, hey, Jesse, Hey, so-and-so said you got good food. We want you to come out to Temecula Wine Country and cook for us at our estates. You know, stuff like that. Damn. And I'm, I don't even know these people. Like, it seems like the universe is answering and just all this, 
supporters coming down from from the catering side so we do a lot of catering and then we do um pop-ups we you know we're still chefing for our for our folks you know our friends and family our community do you like do you do anything around wilmington we do do uh, pop-ups in wilmington that's where the that's where our home base is we originated from there that's our roots and culture uh-huh. so we started out in wilmington and then and then we just branched out but no matter how far we branch out we always end up coming back yeah so currently we do do uh, random pop-ups in wilmington if you follow our page on instagram you could definitely you know see where we're at and see what we're doing and come out and visit us sometime so like why barbecue though like you said you, you bought this weber grill like webby something smoky whatever but you bought and you could have gone and then the original how you could sell asada tacos and yeah shit. but like why did you choose the american style barbecue well um i think it came down to like i said it started with the you know the the, the latin grilling had the the, the carne asada and the chicken but somehow I got inspired. I was like, you know what? I want to do some barbecue chicken, you know, some maybe marinade, some mojo marinade on this chicken. And, and it kind of like started right there. Then it mutated into, hey, you know what? I need to put this rub together. Let me try a rub real quick. And then, you know, and then somehow I started getting into seasonings. I really was investing in myself and started investing into these really expensive seasonings. One little bottle is like eight bucks, nine bucks. And I would have like a hundred of them, you know? And so I started investing into myself and uh and uh creating a different product you know hey let me go try ribs one time i never had no try no ribs when i was growing up for me barbecue the like pinnacle barbecue was like beef ribs like when i would recall barbecue like as a kid growing up i would say like that soft you know real like sticky beef rib with some sauce on it you know that maybe my uncle made he probably made them a little tougher than i would make them but you know i'm just saying that like has sparked something in my brain that was like that's to me is barbecue so i i would always aspire to do stuff like that not knowing how to kill oh i'm gonna try some ribs you know let me try some beef ribs pork ribs whatever it is and uh and then that's how basically it transitioned into american barbecue then i started cooking a lot of american barbecue in my backyard obviously smoking for friends and family and then one day i was like you know what this is this is tasting pretty damn good i'm not gonna lie when i first started i never liked my barbecue i never <laughs> liked it i was like man this needs improvement you know being my own self-criticism and uh and and after a while i started becoming really really tasty i'm like you know what I, I can't keep this to myself no more i gotta get this i gotta get this out there so that's what i like i said i formulated the plot while i was working in in construction and then it just started becoming reality so like how long did it take you like to figure out how to like get your product up to like that 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 point where you needed to like share with the people well i think that that's in your it's in your head because if i was to judge my barbecue then now i would say i wasn't ready but in my head i thought i was ready so um i can't really give you my time frames are all messed up but i can't really give you a time frame how long it took I was just, like I said, nonstop killing with my seasonings and my rubs and trying different things out, different charcoals, basically learning the ropes, filling the bottom of the glass up. And it's it's paid off for me. It's been, you know, it's been a great journey. So like like the, the, the whole argument about like barbecuing with like charcoal and wood and, 
and gas like well, mm-hmm. where, where do you stand with that i think that we all start on on gas you know that's that's amando everybody oh fire up the grill okay gas you know easy quick and convenient because that's our culture something is definitely different with the charcoal you know that's like i said man meat and fire that flame that natural you know just that taste i'm good with it all to be honest i i can't i don't knock anybody's a lot of people are into the automated you know smoking now now they have the traegers and the you know automated smokers and people are like like the other day i was at work and some everybody just wants to talk about barbecue everywhere i go people hey jesse what's up with the barbecue let me get a plate uh-huh. you know but anyways one guy was talking and he was like yeah man my wife bought me a traeger he's like, he's like man look man check it out he brought out his phone he started bringing up a picture he's like what you think about that smoke ring i was like oh man that looks great bro like i was just you know and uh and i was just going along with it people have different levels of growth so if you're just a Traeger guy, like, say more power to you. I'm not putting you down, you know. But <laughs> you kind of are though. <laughs> but but for me, it's uh, you know, I don't I don't knock anybody's growth. So I'm 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 okay with you know we live in 2020 now. Yeah, yeah. We have automated smokers who yeah, smoke yeah. themselves. But but for me, I mean, obviously, I, like I said, I started from the bottom, which means I'm a laborer for life. So when I started out doing labor, the the, the most manual labor in barbecue is doing wood you know cooking with wood and live fire cooking i call it live fire cooking and uh and for so for me that's like i said roots and culture that's who i am i'm i never took the the easy way or the lazy way i've always took the hard way and and the most laborful way and in the end like i said i feel i feel blessed i i, I feel like i've i've been growing you know you can't you can't be on the top if you ain't filled the bottom so i'm gonna fill the bottom with all the labor i could and uh and that's where i stand with that let's talk about wilmington wilmington isn't known for barbecue when it started popping up that was the me that was me who was popping up uh-huh. and there was a couple other cats but actually wilmington has been known for barbecue wilmington and pedro have been known for barbecue probably for decades okay obviously that's what people do there's a lot of good grillers in wilmington harbor area san pedro but it's just that nobody did it on a scale yeah nobody had that scale where they were like they didn't they like i said we when we grow up in our culture and our and our on the streets of wilmington we have that mindset what we're limited to so people do a lot of good grilling but they never put their mind to it and say you know what i'm actually gonna open up a business yeah doing this you know and, yeah, yeah and so i'm saying i think in a sense the pioneers of barbecue but who are the pioneers then in wilmington not like in general in wilmington well i mean i don't I, i'm not i'm not you know what i mean i don't want to i don't want to i let the people determine that there was a few cats that supported me from the very beginning uh-huh. and they're still out there and they know the business uh-huh. but the truth is like i've been queuing for a long time and there was nobody else queuing like i said i was in east l.a and i didn't know about people queuing up until because there was no instagram there was no facebook that came later but who was out there in the field doing it before all that stuff it's easy to use that as a as a pedestal to get up on your feet Uh but me and my boys we didn't start like that we started out the trunk on the streets of wilmington we were at chevron trying to sell our plates you know and people and so i'm saying on that level We've been doing it for a really long time, but there's a lot of cats doing, you know, doing things now too. But like, like the scene though, like the, there's not really like a, a, uh, like a barbecue scene. Like you see a lot of tacos, little taqueros on every corner. Yeah. So you would figure like uh, the equivalent of that is yeah. having a barbecue, like somebody barbecuing like the American style. Like uh-huh. I only know yeah. one. And the, that's in the, LA, the revolutionary. In LA, the revolutionary like that. There's obviously we know, you know, um, black culture they grill up all day so yeah. in la there's they were doing that from the from the gate but out this way 
you know, there was it, it, it's mostly been predominantly black, but I mean, there's some good white grillers, Mexican grillers. It just so happened my skin was brown. You know what I mean? Like I said, my roots was asada and then chicken, and that's where I started, and I'm, not, I'm sticking to that. And then I graduated into American barbecue, and then and so when I so when I would go to the places and they'd see me on Mexican, they'd be like, "You could barbecue? What you know about barbecuing?" I'm like, <laughs> you know, I have to prove myself yeah, to everybody. Grab a plate. Yeah, come yeah. check me out. Yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. let you be determined. I have people from all different uh, barbecue capitals of the world go to my farmers markets. I have one in Marina del Rey. People would come from Texas and say, Jesse, we know barbecue. We're from Texas. Your stuff was up to par. Thank you for that food. You know, stuff like that. So that gave me the determination to keep going because I knew what I was doing, what I had, that people were loving what I was doing. So I just kept going with that. So like, what, what's your, like, what are you known for? Like, what are you known for barbecuing? What's your, like, a specialty or your best seller? I would say my ribs are always popular. People love the ribs, all cultures. Asians, blacks, Mexicans, whites, they all love the ribs. The, my baked beans are awesome. I like I like my uh, my coleslaw, to be honest, but mostly uh, uh, my beef is, my pit beef is pretty popular too. That's the one of those most savory, you know, everybody likes that brisket. For me, brisket is overrated nowadays because everybody's like, oh, I got the brisket, Texas style barbecue. It's like, I'm over the brisket already. So I try different cuts. I have, I started out on tri-tip and now I use a, um, a, piece, a cut called a culotte, which is a is a it's a Brazilian it's a Southern American um, cut that they use, and it's a, they also known as picanha, which is something you would get at a Brazilian steakhouse. But anyways, I use that, uh, and now I'm starting to get into the original brisket, which is a shoulder clod, beef shoulder clod. It uh, was the original brisket back in the early 1900s. Do you like make up your own rubs and your own spices, like the mixes? I do. I everything's from scratch. Everything, my sauces, my rubs, everything's from scratch, and uh, and that's I, I like using rubs. Some people salt and pepper is good for them. I haven't really had too much luck in. Uh, I'm not gonna say that I can, but I haven't had too much luck in selling you know rubs. People, like I said, a lot of people grill, but they like to have their own recipes. You know, people. Oh, I use this rub or that rub and nowadays they have a lot of designer rubs people you go you could get slap your you know mama's rub whatever you know anywhere stuff like that you know all these designer rubs that they put what about the sauces like like you said you make your own sauces too right you never know you might be end up like at whole foods or something yeah. with your own barbecue very sauce. true a lot of people have told me you know hey that sauce you need that's dialed in you need to do something with that and i have had that in my picture frame in my mindset it's just that i'm not I haven't really got there yet. You know, I'm waiting for the time to run out to when I get to that point. But I definitely would like to have a sauce in the store. That would be that'd be cool. That would be cool. So, so with that said, like I said, that's the story and evolution of myself. I've been learning so much going through this whole journey of barbecue, and it's been great. I've been I've been in a sense discovering myself, going through certain things that I didn't think I could overcome, but somehow they just magically vanished in front of my eyes. I don't ask me how I got through that day. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, you know, you're like a, a very spiritual guy. Like, and uh, and uh, when I when I get through those points where I'm like, how do, how do we do that? How do we just sell out? I'm talking about, let's say it was, okay, one instance, it was raining that day. Okay. We had went to the farmer's market. We were loaded up, right? Next thing you know, it starts raining. Nobody's coming out to get this food. Uh-huh. Next thing you know, one little spurt of sun, and just the people just came out and just started, they just, they just bought through my whole grill. 
That's good, man. In, in a swift, in like a swift second, I'm saying stuff like that where you get like you have a, a certain experience you get through, and you're like all pumped up. Like I have a lot of those, so I, I feel very inspired. Like, so what's your favorite thing about like having your own business and barbecuing? My most favorite thing? Yeah, for you. I'd say growing. Yeah, I say uh, definitely. Um, you're 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 basically going through what you're going through to become what you're gonna become. So the journey, the journey is like the greatest thing. Being able to, uh, you know, I'm right here sitting here talking to you. Such a privilege. Yeah, yeah. To, you know? Just to be alive, it's a privilege. So, anyways, we did the Super Bowl, <laughs> and uh, and uh, one of their partners wanted us to come up to Big Bear for somebody's birthday and grilling and cooking the snow for them. Oh wow! So I'm saying the privilege and honor that 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 is, you know, what I mean, to do that is. But like, how does it work? Like, cause it's cold. And I would, I would think that it would affect the fire, and also the elevation too. Yeah, so, so you like, think that. So those are the things that I that I weigh out when I talk to a client, uh-huh. you know. And they say, "Hey, I want you to come." Here. I'm like, "Okay, you know, hey, is the money? Are you, what are we talking right now? Because like, you know, this is a lot of work. I'm not gonna lie, this is physical. Like, I feel like it came out the gym when I'm done queuing up all day. <laughs> yeah. And so we're in a sense we're giving our labor and our love to the cause of the queue so i'm saying it has to reciprocate and and th- like i said that's one of those privileges that is one of the greatest things about barbecuing for people so do you feel that you're gonna open up a physical place because i mean it seems like you're, you're cool with just catering to people or like popping up but do you think like you'd want to open a physical like place well when, when when i started visualizing dreams right i didn't want to limit myself i didn't want to say this is the biggest i could be you know because i don't know if that's the biggest i could be i could be bigger than what i was imagining so i didn't want to put any restrictions so my top pinnacle goal was like the next corporate giant across the like united states Uh hashtag the world (laughs) you know i wanted to be like the, the giant and so with that said when i think of my top pinnacle goal it's to obviously have an establishment but I don't know what kind of establishment. I, I have to be real precise and write down, jot down my goals and what I, and my dream, what I envision it to be, and be careful what I ask for too, because you could definitely get something you're not asking for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, because I saw one of your posts, like you wanted to take over Ruby's Diner, like you were taking off their <laughs> sign and already putting up yours. <laughs> well, Bonanza was always in my, like I said, in my roots and culture. So I used to, you know. I used to be up in there, you know what I mean, at the wee hours when it was open, uh-huh. and uh, then it turned into Rudy's, and one day I was just driving by, and I was like, man, visualizing. Like I said, it wasn't mine, but I could see it in my head. I could see the vision. I was like, man, Rudy's would be a sweet, messy Jesse barbecue. And, uh, do you feel you'll start like with a spot in Wilmington, or you think like LA has more like more people that you could like target well sometimes the people the the city of wilmington or the people of wilmington might not be for you true you might your your person might be the guy in newport beach that's true or you know irvine or something where you could really be prosperous how you envision yourself like i said watch what you ask for yeah so if you think you're going to be in wilmington is that where you really want to be but of course i was obviously i like since i feel like i'm a pioneer i would like to be you know the next hey jesse was you know what I mean? He opened up his own business finally. Let's go support that. Let's go see what he has. Let's go check him out and shed their shed their love on me. Hopefully, you yeah. know. And like like where where do you feel you've have the most you've had the most success when it comes to like 
your pop-ups or like like that's events? a good that's a good question and I, I don't put down the people of Wilmington like I said there was a few cats that were supporting me from the very beginning when I was when they would roll up to Chevron and see me in the parking lot selling plates and be like Jess shoot me four right now you know what I mean just to show their love on me just because they see me out there hustling there's still people out there so I don't knock my 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 fans and my my family friends and family I much love to everybody out there you know who you are but uh, but uh, I found that the most support is from people that I don't know, from strangers. You know what I mean? I mean, obviously, I wouldn't even be here if it wasn't for my Wilmington folk. You know, my Harbor area fam, Longshoreman, Longshoreman community. I wouldn't even be who I am because they're the ones that kept me up through the through the through the storms. You know, when I was barely on the bottom trying to climb up, they were out there supporting, showing up at my pop, showing at my pop ups. You know, calling me for catering ordering plates off of me that's how i survived through the rough times to them those because they're my community that's who i had to lean on but nowadays i'm finding out people that don't even know who i am and hear my story where i come from and how how we're doing they're more inspired they're like you know what jesse's got a good story charlie charlie's got a good story charlie's my boy shout out to charlie hustle you know out here doing it with me but uh, they be like, man, Charlie's got a good stories. The Jesses, they both got good stories, man. We like these guys, and so I'm saying the support, it's coming from all over, to be honest. So like, what are these stories that people are attracted to? Then? Well, it comes to the story of triumph. Like I said, your mind blocks. What you first it starts with yourself, conquering self. You know, you could be self, you could be self-destructive or self-productive. Okay. You know, you're, you're either building or you're destroying on 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 anybody's end. And we all have that balance, you know, the yin and the yang, that's where that comes down to the black and the light. So which one's overcoming and which one's balanced? Talking about the business side, like how did you learn how to like to to do that? Because one thing is the cookie and also that's another true. side is the business side. School of hard knocks. And that's what people pay for when they hire us for catering. They're paying for the all my 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 you know what I mean, my failures of what I had to go through to get get them this product now, but they don't see where that came from. And where that came from, basically the business side was like, I just had to jump in there and do it. Um, there was one brief, there was one pretty big moment in my life that, that changed me forever. And it was it was, it was was like the, the opportunity to grow. One day I was at the library and I was looking at all the books. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna start looking at some books about, you know, food trucks or, you know, catering or just, I just had like maybe like five or six topics I wanted to check up. So I started just researching on the computer, bringing up the numbers, looking up the books in the in the library. And next thing you know, I'm sitting at the table and I had about 15 books a lot spread across the table. Wow. And all I saw was money. <laughs> all I saw was like a gold mine in front of me. And, and right there at that moment, that's when I realized knowledge is power, right? I never knew what the term meant until it was right there in front of me. Knowledge is power. You can do anything you want to be, become anything you want to be with a little bit of reading, some visualization, you know, gratitude, certain elements like that. There's probably a hundred other elements, but certain elements, I could say, I would say anybody could do it. And that's part of our story that, that we relate to people. We started on the bottom and now we're climbing up because, because we have that will that spirit that faith that we could be, we could be we could determine we could be determined to be whatever we want to be before we go what's like an advice that you could give the listener when it comes to like maybe taking a chance on themselves like you took a chance on yourself mm -hmm. you believed on yourself and now you have this barbecue like this barbecue business so mm -hmm. what, what can you tell the listener to maybe inspire them to like follow their their dream or 
uh, their goals or whatever. I'm gonna say you get what you put into it. So if you get if you put into it little, you get little. If you put in the max, you get the max. So it's about self. It's about knowing self, investing in self, and looking self in the mirror, which is some of the one of the hardest things that people could do is actually look themselves in the mirror and criticize it for what it is, not hide it and say, you know what, I couldn't go because of this. No, you didn't go because you were lazy. You get what you put into it. Um, do your homework, do your research. I know you're eager. If you if you if, if you're eager, keep that eagerness because you're gonna need that as motivation when your times don't look so nice. Just believe in yourself, I guess. Yeah, right? well, it starts with love of self yeah. and believing yourself. Yeah, and don't be lazy. Put in the work. Put in the work. Don't try to ride off of anybody else's success. Don't piggyback because it ain't their it ain't their journey. It's your journey. So if you, if you get to the top of the glass and the bottom ain't full, you're gonna feel a little empty. True, man. You know, fill that up. Fill that glass up. Really put in that work. And like I said, self criticism. Be your be your own self criticism. You know what I mean? Be nice to each other too. Pat yourself <laughs> on the back. Give yourself a pat. But you know what? Kick yourself in the ass also yeah, yeah. because. Like I said, that's one of the hardest things is actually admitting your faults yeah, yeah. and admitting your, your wrongdoings and yourself. Yeah, just stay accountable pretty much. Like I said, we're gonna wrap it up, but before we go, um, did I miss anything? Like like maybe I didn't ask something that you want the listener to know about you or your business? Oh, also I'd like to add, when you come to get my barbecue, let me know how you like it, if there's a certain way. If there's a certain way you want it, if you say, you know what, I, don't, I want the sauce on the side, or I don't want no sauce, or, you know, I only eat chicken, or I only like this. Like, let me know that, because, like, a lot of people's expectations are different. So, like, I've fed thousands of people with different eating habits, and some of them are like, you know what, I can't have nothing spicy, or I just want the chicken, or this, or no sauce, put it on the side. You know, people have it so many different ways. So that's one thing I definitely like to add is, you know, if you come out, definitely let me know how you like it but most people are like you know what i want extra sauce and that sauce is bomb jazz come through like put extra sauce on it. i'm like 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 my gotta save some for the other <laughs> you know what I mean? for my other <laughs> they take their own bucket yeah they're like fill this cup i'm like damn that's all i got <laughs> no but like for me like it's all about i mean i wanted how you wanted to be presented okay see that's what i like about people when they when they tell me that because you gotta, you're gonna taste it the fully yeah. of how I make it. Yeah, yeah. So when somebody says, "Just give me the chef special," like I like that shit because it's like they let me articulate how I want to do yeah. it. I mean, I could do it different ways if you wanted because I'm in the business of serving people. I'm a servitude. You know, servitude is my number one thing right now. So somebody says I want it this way, that's how they're gonna get it. I well, I mean, there you guys go. So I hope you guys try his his food and try not to be picky. Like let let the master do his work and. If that's how you know if you're gonna like it, you know, like if you start building and customizing, it's not really his work. It's pretty much just a collaboration between you two. But at the end of the day, he puts in a lot of work to get his food up to par to how he wants it to be. So when you do all these customations, it's not really his work anymore. So keep in mind, I understand you like the stuff on the side or blah, blah, blah. But first of all, try it. Like one thing like that my girlfriend gets on my ass is like i put ketchup on my food and she's like what the fuck you haven't even had it you haven't tasted it yet like how do you know it needs it so be like that be have that mindset like why are you gonna customize it and be all picky about it when you haven't even had it yet right afterwards when you've had it then that's when you could determine if you want to customize it but before that just try it just try how he wants you to try it and obviously he's putting in the work so he knows how he wants it specifically so just try it just like that all right, man, I think I got a little ph a philosophical right there for a second. But <laughs> so, I mean, like I said, we're going to wrap it up. But before 
before we go, why don't you tell people where they can find you on your social media? Like I said, this episode is going to come out <coughs> like around March. So, oh shit, you made me want to cop. My bad, my bad. It's cool, yeah, man. we just got over the cold season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Better take a drop of honey. <laughs> so, I mean, like, like I said, I want you to tell the people where they could find you on your social medias. And this episode comes out in March. So, if you have any, like, events coming up around March. You get a hold of me at Messy Jesse's Barbecue. Barbecue spelled out. That's Messy Jesse's, J-E-S-S-E apostrophe S, Barbecue at Facebook. Or you could do Messy underscore Jesse's underscore BBQ on Instagram. All right. So make sure you message them man. and stay tuned. Add them on, add them on, on Instagram and Facebook. That way you can be up to date. As for like, any new listeners that do not know, I like to play a game called Sevens. Sevens is a word association game where uh, I'm going to give you some categories. And based on the categories, I'm going to give you some clues. All right. So it's called Sevens because you have seven seconds. It's seven questions and you have seven seconds to answer each question. Right, so it's gonna be a total of 49 seconds. Right, you were a little lost before. Do you I'm, I'm still so lost, but go ahead. We're gonna run it. All right, all right. So um, so basically at the end of the year, I'm gonna give my guests with the high score. I'm gonna give them something. So right now we're playing for the Let Me Know underwear. All right. So basically it's my face in the front and the logo in the back. I don't know. Nice. Yeah, yeah. To attract or scare the the ladies in your life, whatever, man. Like maybe you might get it with a free plate. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Hey, right, so um. Uh, hopefully you win. I mean, you got to get 32. That's the high score right now. And the categories are, oh, so we're going to play um, twice and you're going to keep the high score. All right. So the categories are general, movies, TV show, celebrities, music, sports, Broadway, food, animals, the 70s, the 80s, and 90s, the 2000s, and their corresponding music, stand up, superhero, music, hip hop, movie, horror. Movie, co- movie action, movie comedy, movie rom-com, movie where we're nurse football, baseball, basketball, and hockey. All right, so just choose whatever you feel that I'm going to be good well, at. I didn't relate to any of those topics because I don't watch sports but I'm gonna, or watch TV, but I'm going to say uh, general. General? Ooh-hoo-hoo. You're the very first person to actually hit the one I'm good at. All right, three, two, one. Um, in New York, it's a lady holding a torch. Statue of Liberty. Um, the trash, another word for trash. Starts with a G. Okay. The United States of? America. Um, when you hit 13, you're officially a? Teenager. Um, he has a a top hot. He got shot, like, at a theater. He's the president. Um, it's another, it's like, for sports, it's the person that teaches you. Coach. Um, like what's this right here under my sweater i'm wearing a shirt all right cool what happened though we're garbage well i don't know oh another garbage. word for trash nah, you Damn. got 21 it's an old term i guess but it starts, <laughs> i even told you it starts with the g all right but um it was statue of liberty it was Gar- the way the question was formed all right whatever i think that was a pretty good clue all right so it was statue of liberty garbage america teenager abraham lincoln coaching and, and shirt so you got 21 Alright, so we're gonna play Damn, again. The underwear. No, I wish you got one more shot. Okay. Alright, so you already know how it works. <coughs> you already know how it works. So you should be a little familiar with it. You shouldn't be confused anymore. Alright, you got it? You ready? I think so. Alright, alright, cool. Alright, so we're gonna play again. So three, two, one. Um the opposite of the moon is the 
Dark Side of the Moon? No, Sun. in the sky, yeah. Uh, when, like, if I don't like you and we want to hit each other, we Fight. get... Um, and the, 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 the city that, no, um, the state that we live in. California. Um, not in space, but. Outer space? Um, what, like, not the day, but the, when you want to know what blank it is. Okay. Um, earth, blank, and fire. Wind. Um, when you, when you really like somebody and you want to spend your life with them, what do you do? You ask them to. Marry you. 18. All right, so I don't know what happened. See, it was that question. I'm telling you, it was the way the question was. For which one? Date or wedding? It's because, I don't know, man. I, how can you, for our kid, give me a clue for uh, wedding. Maybe it was just in, maybe it was just, it was, it was in the, in wedged in between all those other questions, the way it sounded. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, it's all right, man. Well, anyways, I mean, the whole thing is for you to have fun. Hopefully you enjoyed this. You, you didn't feel like you were back in school getting quizzed and you got 18. I thought it was Jeopardy. Damn, I mean. Whatever, man. Well, you didn't win anything, so darn. But you want the 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 the, <laughs> the, ex- the experience of participation, I guess. So whatever, it don't make any sense. A time and place. There you go. There you go. All right, man. So that's gonna be it for us. But before we go, um, just a reminder: you can find me on Instagram and Facebook. Just look up Let Me Know. That's basically my last name is Lem, so it's L E M. And let me know. Basically, what I'm doing. I'm asking let you me questions. Know. Yeah, yeah. So I'm um, also on iTunes, um, iTunes, Spotify, um, anywhere you listen to podcasts, I'm there. I'm also I'm getting into YouTube. Uh, I have one episode so far, so go on YouTube and if you want to see my lovely face, and hopefully later on in the future we could get more YouTube if videos, and hopefully you come out again and we could promote um, your business again and like maybe an event that you do. Yeah, I'm thinking uh, part two. Part two. Hey, I'm already looking forward to it. I don't know what. Part two is always the hardest part because it like the part ones is easy because yeah we covered some ground and now you got to cover some more ground yeah I think I'm ready for it already oh man nah I'm not, not too many blank not too many blanks this time <laughs> nah, I'm not I'm not I'm I'm pretty hungry dude so <laughs> I just got off of work so um so yeah so also I have t-shirts and uh, I have hats you can find my t-shirts at teespring.com and my shirts at oh no you can find my hats at Sanitizer Boutique and my t-shirts at teespring.com. Alright, that's gonna be it for us. Um, hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode. Make sure you go to iTunes, leave a five-star review. And with that, thank you guys for letting me be part of your day. I right, guess the next time see ya. Bye. has been brought to you by let me know podcast new episode every week available on all streaming platforms